Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It is Wednesday, the uh, November the 25th, 2020. We're broadcasting a day in advance because, uh, well, t- tomorrow is uh, Thursday the 26th, also known as Thanksgiving. Um, there's going to be nobody around the studio. There's going to be nobody around anywhere because it's Thanksgiving. Um, and by the way, everybody, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Markings, is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, and welcome to Webcology. Dave, happy Thanksgiving, happy American Thanksgiving, and and to you as well. I, I always, and you know, you're you're Canadian. I'm Canadian, uh, and, and it did take me a while once a, a lot of my friends were were you know started to become American. Um, you know, many of many of whom were right. actually bored that way. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when, when when everything went online, right? I'm old enough that that wasn't the era that I was sort of. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. And then yeah, all yeah, of a yeah. sudden I had like a, a bunch of friends that were American and learning about American Thanksgiving and going, oh, this is like, I, you know, Canadian Thanksgivings. We kind of, we all get together. It's it's like a little bit of a thing. It's not like the start of a massive shopping season. This like day where like I've got clients up that are basically taking off from Tuesday through till next week. <laughs> like where this is like massive, massive thing. And to me, I'm just like. Okay. It's the way they schedule it, and it's brilliant. There's a brilliance in scheduling a massive holiday on a Thursday. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, yeah. like, seriously, what, what are you going to do? Like, like work really hard until Tuesday and mail it in on Wednesday? No, you're just not going to show up on Monday. <laughs> and that seems to be kind of what goes on, right? Like, just sort of like super, super long weekend. I completely get it because if you have X number of days per year, yeah, totally makes sense. Take that Friday, take that Wednesday. You've had to take two days off for like a five day like stretch of, of time off right so it, it makes a lot but of sense there is this is earth this there's 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 no zero sum like 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 you got to put something in to get something out there's mm-hmm. there's no perpetual motion machine on earth this is you, you want something you got to pay for it and monday is going to be a bug <laughs> that's all i got to say is monday's going to rock and it's going to it- hurt it is. And I mean, you, you know, you probably have clients in space. I have e-commerce clients as well, where, yeah, I've got this set of clients that kind of their industries are going to be dead for this like few day period. And then we've got clients in industries that won't, right? Like you've got the e-commerce clients where it's like, they're just buckling up, you know, Mary's like stockpiling and front loading media to pour out to social campaigns. And we're getting like paid promotions ready well, to just jam out. Not only do we have, um, e-commerce clients left right and center but um this is a hard cold reality we have e-commerce clients some of whom are our large businesses I'm, I'm i'm working with a lot of large brands now which is which are very advantaged at this time but i've also got a couple small businesses i'm working with and um man this is it's, it's the 25th of november today which normally we'd be jazzing it up being, being like one month till christmas and oh my goodness like in, consumer um heyday like get get out there and get selling but a lot of my a lot of my clients have brick and mortar operations and they have to shutter them from coast to coast um uh, and and that's innumerable people not working um 
And so I think of all of our clients with online operations and the importance of those operations now, um, especially for the small businesses, the, the, the ma and paws of Main Street that um, are, are, are literally the backbones of how we define ourselves as a people and the backbones of our economy. Yeah, I'm, I'm just terrified for this. Like, like this is 30 days out of Christmas, and we're going into lockdowns across Canada and in many places in the United States. And if they aren't official lockdowns, they're suggested lockdowns. And retail is going to be decimated is too mild a word. Yes. I mean, this is one of the, you know, something we do do each year. We, we mail out our, 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 you know, some gifts to, to clients and stuff. And we've always taken the habit of, um, trying to find something for our clients locally, which this year is meaning a lot more to me than it has in past years. It's always just been like a, okay, we can all send like crap to each other that you, know, you can get off Amazon. That's not really what we're doing. We're sort of going out and picking our favorite stuff is, is what we've kind of done and, and sent that to clients. This year, that is meaning a lot more to me. And I would ask others, you know, if you're mailing stuff, try and do the same, right? Like go and find those local businesses that are just getting kicked in the in the butt right now, um, you know, and, and, and help them, you know, sort of survive. I know we've continued on our, our practice of just, just buying some gift cards to not use for a year, right? Like just yep. buy a gift card from a restaurant that you're not going to be going there this year for like a big Christmas party, but you know, save it, right? We're, we're, we're heading the lights kind of at the end of the tunnel, but one thing, and, and you know me, I, I don't really get on, on too much on, on politics and, and that sort of thing. And this isn't really a political rant, but uh, I mean, I do. Personally, you've seen me on Facebook. I do a lot, but not on the show. I, I try and avoid we, we, it as we much try as to possible. Be, yeah, we try to be cool I, about I, that. I try to be as, as sort of politically agnostic. But one thing that is driving me nuts, and this is north of the 49th, um, is hearing these people who are upset by, by the closing of the businesses and not putting on a bloody mask. I'm like, just, we need to protect these people and their jobs. Like, I don't care whether you think they work or not. I don't care whether you think your face is so pretty that you need to show it to the world all the time. Put on the bloody mask. These people need their jobs. And that, that, that's, that's sort of it to me, right? I'm just like, I don't care what my personal beliefs are anymore. I'm shutting down businesses now. And that's, yeah. and, and I have been all along, but we're hitting the second wave and that one's hitting. Maybe I'm taking a little harder because BC's getting it just brutally right now, right? Well, like, yeah, the, the, one thing about the second wave of, of COVID and um, these, these businesses are being shut down because we're seeing infection rates that are four times higher than they were in the spring. And back in the spring, mm -hmm. we had the bejesus scared out of us. Yeah. Um, we really need to be, this, this is, and you know, anybody, anyone who listens to this show is familiar with the concept of ex exponential growth. Well, that's kind of what's happening. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and, and, and the thing that that's, that's, that makes me the angriest or not angriest because it's hard to be angry about this, but yeah. hurts the most is it's just, it's just math. Like it's, <laughs> it's not hard math. It's just two and two is four, four and four is eight, eight is, eight is 16, 16 to 16 is 32. And now we're getting into some spectacular jumps and yeah. that's how it goes. And well, it was predictable. It, it was absolutely predictable. And I mean, it's, it's, it's hitting you. Know, I mean, you, we've seen our numbers, like during the first wave and stuff in, in BC, our numbers were coming in at, we were like 20, 30 a day in a population of like over 8 million, right? Like we were mm -hmm. kind of golden all, all the way through this, but now we're hitting like 900, you know, almost edging up to a thousand yesterday. 
Yeah. Um, so, so we're, we're taking it seriously. And I've got friends who are looking down the, the, the barrel right now going, we're going to have to, our, our business barely, cause we're a tourist town, right? You, you know, Victoria. Yep. So we barely survived summer because we lost our tourist season on the promise and hope that the holidays would, would, would help us, you know, fill up our banks again. And now here we are. Uh, looking at an environment where we're not going to let them do that again. And I don't know that they'll make it till next spring. Okay, so what can we do as, I mean, it's just, as the, the, it begs the question, what can we do to help? And what can we do as search marketers to help our clients? And what advice can we give to people who aren't our clients? Um, everything is, if, if, if you're going to be selling for Christmas retail, you're almost certainly going to be selling online mm-hmm. or your internet presence will be part of the consumer's purchase decision because they're not browsing the shelves of your store. They got to find that product somewhere. And you're the small business. You're, you're, you're mom, pa main street. Um, I, I want people buying off of you and not off of Amazon with all love to Jeff Bezos and stuff. (laughs) Um, actually, no, Jeff go buy love. Um, I, I understand. I understand. Um, well, anyway, um, I'd rather give the love to, to mom on main street. Um, so, you know, what would be your number one year? If, 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 if someone were to come up to you and say, Dave, my website, it's, it's here and you know, it's great. And, but, but, but people aren't, what would be your number one tip to them that, that they could do? It, to me, it's all in messaging and, and this would vary um, by, by person to person. Right. I mean, there's, the, and so it, and it also depends on, on who they are. One of the things that I'm trying to do myself and that I'm trying to, find ways to work with clients. And I'm not great on the, on the messaging side. That's not my job. I'm a, I'm a technical SEO primarily, right? Like I, I don't, I don't deal with messaging well um, in, in this, but I can sort of go, you need to frame it like this and then, and then work with their teams to come up with, with come up with ways and, and test ways that, that work, but reminding people of what that is. Like I, I, I look at the park across the street and, and really highlight the things you do. And I, I look at the park across the street and I look at all the signs of the businesses there. Amazon isn't one of them, right? Amazon isn't supporting the little league team in the park across the street from me, right? Amazon isn't doing those things. And what I would love as, as, as a whole grouping is to really start using Amazon like Amazon got us all to use Google. Right. So now we all use Google. We figure out what we want. We go to Amazon. We find it. I would love and I'm trying to remember to do this myself is I would love a world where we go to Amazon. We find a thing. Then we go back over to Google and Google shopping (laughs) or whatever other system and go, okay, where's the best place in the hierarchy of contribution to my community? Where's the best place to get this? And you know what? That brings me to my number one tip to the to local businesses, small businesses. Take control of your Google My Business listing. That belongs to you. You owed that. Nobody else owns that. That's yours. You put in the hours. That's your risk. That's your listing. Take control of it. And as Dave said, you want to get messaging to the public and you want them to know that you support your community, that 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 you are part of your community and that you are part of what they want to see in their streetscape six, eight, 12 months from today. Um, well, and I mean, maybe reach out to newspapers and some of the other local businesses competing and not and go, okay, let's get together some articles 
and talk about what people can do and, and get it into the into the newspaper, into the local papers. Everybody has a local business improvement association. And if uh, you don't got a local business improvement association, you very likely have a local um, uh, a, uh, a better business bureau or a local chamber of commerce. The, the chamber of commerce um, is an authority in, on business in your town. Google understands that your chamber of commerce is networked in with uh, local government, with other local, uh, with other chamber of commerces in your region, and with all the businesses in uh, in in your town or city. And a link from those guys is for their website is pretty spanky. So talk to your local chamber of commerce. Do what you got to do. Is what I'm saying. You know, like you're competing against your neighbors. Yeah, that's the way it's always been. Yeah. But you're also competing against the big box stores, many of whom are still open, and you're not. Yeah. <laughs> and and it, it's not about fair at this point. Like, um, my heart breaks, but yeah. that my heart breaking is irrelevant to your banker. Those sales are relevant. Well, indeed. And it may be a case, and, and it is. And that's why I was actually talking to one of my clients yesterday about this very thing. And they had the, the exact right approach of working with some of their competitors, as well as just other, other people in the industry in a, the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of way. Like collectively, we can, individually, Amazon will take us, Amazon, Walmart, whoever, right? You can sub in, in whoever it is. We'll pick us off one at a time. We will all go bankrupt. But together- <laughs> we might be able to do something here, like to, to work to get newspaper coverage, right? As a, as a collection, work to get, right? I actually start putting this, this buying power uh, or, or just sort of global influence. They're not actually putting in money in, in that way, just time uh, and, and putting in that, that influence to sort of make sure that they're getting the, the, the coverage that they want and not just, you know, another story about how online shopping is, is going through the roof again. They'd love to be part of that online shopping, but some of them can't, right? They don't have that infrastructure in place. And, and by the time they knew they needed it, they didn't have the money coming in to do it, right? I mean, that's, that's the catch 22 that I think a lot of businesses are facing where they can't modernize because they've just gone six, seven, eight months at losses. And uh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's hard. That's really hard to, yeah. to deal with. Um, the only thing you have in that kind of situation um, and I know people are exhausted. I'm like, I like everything that 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 I'm gonna that other of us could suggest right now is always easier said than done. But yeah. that's is elbow grease. The, the only tool you got when you got no more money, when you got no no revenue coming yeah. in, and when you got no credit because you've had no revenue coming in for a while, is elbow grease. Yeah. The time and the stick to itiveness and. Uh, and this, I guess, the skills you pick up as you go along, your, your, your own digital skills. But I'll tell you one thing. I got clients calling me up and I'm giving them an extra few minutes. Um, I want, I, 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 any, and I'm tired. I am so tired right now. I can't tell you. But I figure any few, any extra few minutes I give somebody who's having a problem now is months and months and months I'm going to get from them later when it comes to loyalty or when it comes to me saying, look, please stick with this strategy. It will pay off. Right. Right. Um, you know, I'm going to go actionable for, for just a sec. Cause you, you talked about something related to the knowledge graph and I'm like, right. I'd be remiss not to, mm. not to get this mm -hmm. out. I, I just asked um, a client for, for, for some links uh, of products. They specifically want the unsung hero. And I actually tag it with UTM tags just to make sure that I can see exactly what's oh, going shoot, on. Right on. Um, is go into your knowledge graph, find your top products, find 
you can put as many as you want in there, but find the like top 10 to make sure Google's prioritizing right. And there's actually in the left-hand side, when you're logged into your Google My Business listing, there's a products. You can add products and you can add them by category and it will show up as, as a list of products and you can break down in, into your top categories. The click-through rate and uptake on this is a lot higher than some might think. And what I'm loving is we gift cards. The gift cards convert best out of all the products we put in there. Now that this is not like millions and millions of products across a, a variety, you know, this is anecdotal data is, is what I'm saying. This isn't, you know, millions of, of different listings here that I'm, that I'm dealing with, but um, gift cards seem to have a really good uptake and having a gift card as a spotlight in a post, like on your blog or whatever, well, it doesn't even have to be a blog. We, we've done it just as Google posts gets a nice big image, get a nice big image about your gift card offering drop it in there, link straight through to your gift card page. The, 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 the click-through rate, I mean, it's not the same as the number one listing, but you're getting extra free traffic and you're driving people yep. through to the thing that you can still offer them right now and, and really would like to. Well, and the, the, I mean, like, let's face it, the nice thing about a gift card is um, how to how, how to say this. Well, you know what? It's a smart marketing strategy because if you're like me, you really... Um, well, see, it's in 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 normal years, it's um, uh, just you know too much information, and I get paralyzed by it. Um, analysis paralysis. I don't want to yeah. choose the wrong gift. Yeah, yeah. And so, if I get a gift card, that just lets me off the hook, and it's just so easy, you know. Like, <laughs> I, I, sorry, Bob, it's the truth. Um, <laughs> so, gift cards are a good thing. The other thing I would strongly recommend is make your um. It's 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 getting close, but make your shipping options like completely transparent, yeah. especially if they're free shipping options. Um, and for uh, local retailers, don't just talk about curbside pickup. Tell the consumer how it's going to happen. Tell them where where they can park their cars or um, where they can where the, how, where they can line their cars up for curbside pickup. Spell that out as much as possible. Um, make it easy for the consumer to not have to think because they're stressed as all heck, but they want to buy your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. On that, it is um, about time we take a break here on Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. So, friends, it is weirdly Wednesday, the 25th of November, 2020. One month until Christmas, yeehaw. Uh, one day until American Thanksgiving. On behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You're listening to Web College and Webmaster Radio.fm, and we're back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. For maximum customer engagement and retention, choose CleverTap. CleverTap is a leading customer engagement and retention platform that helps digital brands maximize lifetime value. Over 8,000 apps around the world, including Vodafone, Star, and Sony, trust CleverTap to improve user engagement, boost retention, and fuel long-term revenue growth. Learn more at CleverTap.com. That's CleverTap.com.
you're looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability, WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Radio's Virtual Autobahn. WebmasterRadio.fm. Moving at the speed of light. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It is Wednesday, November the 25th, 2020. Tomorrow is uh, Thursday the 26th, American Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And uh, I don't know if we said this at the beginning of the show because I got terrible short-term memory loss problems, but... Happy birthday, Brasco. Uh, George, our producer, um, the uh, one of the legendary producers in podcasting history. And in fact, I, I would suggest today should be a commemorative day in tech history because one of the great podcasting legends was born 45 years ago today. Happy birthday, Brasco. Sad news. Um, and uh, this isn't really about tech, but given like, like, almost all the entire tech world is interested um the hand of god reached out for diego maradona he died today of a heart attack at age 60. um one of the greatest footballers of all time um yeah so that was sad news so um, one comes in one goes out i guess that's uh, <laughs> oh sorry, my I know god you bad. are going to get fan mail for that um i holy jumping <laughs> it's some people take it as seriously as hockey really (laughs) that is true okay um so stuff happened in the search world it uh we were away last week because of a scheduling error and i'm gonna own up to it it's because i can't read a calendar um even though we covered this twice at the beginning of the show before the show went on to air um like i said long-term short-term memory loss issues um i thought last week was american thanksgiving which apparently it wasn't scheduling conflict day um and so uh somehow i gave the studio the message that um we were flaking last week's show which apparently we did um so to everybody i'm so sorry other people should read calendars for me that's the lesson here (laughs) um and luckily we have pdas personal personal assistants that'll do this for us i just don't have one yet but i'm going to get one because uh because you know the weirdest thing? My girlfriend Shauna just got an Alexa device and I'm having so much fun with it. Yeah. Anyway. They're great. They're great. I know I've got it. I've got one of each of them sitting on my desk. They are just sort of interesting. To and if you weren't wearing a headset, if, if, if you were wearing a headset, <laughs> I'd be going for it. Okay. So uh, GSC, well, incidentally, not to be confused with the other GSC, Google Search Center, uh, Google Search Console um, has reintroduced crawl stats to, uh, to, to analytics, and they are infinitely better than they were before. Yes. You can actually get really granular um, looking, um, well, looking at a lot more about how Google thinks about the site and the server. And I guess this is kind of a leap 
up to what we have coming in uh, in May 2021, eh? Yeah, I mean, it's so much is going on all, all at once what i'm taking from this like how how pieces tie together um you know i I'm still like because it's like was just reading about this earlier today i'm sort of tied you know connected the dots even in my own head uh, i certainly wouldn't, wouldn't talk about them how how these things might might relate to each other um but their push right now on us fully understanding what is going on with ones and zeros Right? Like yeah. what, what's actually going on with ones and zeros and, and Google's push into transparency on how they're interacting with the ones and zeros from our server is really quite, quite interesting. Well, Google has put us on notice, um, speed up your websites and produce a uh, really, really good mobile user experience. Um, now, I, was, I, was, I had this... We, anyone who works in the B2B world has to have and has, has had these conversations with their clients where you shake your head and you acknowledge that almost all the traffic, like 87% comes from a desktop, but Google doesn't care because they're measuring the experience of the majority of their users in general. Right. Um, and that is in, in, in a mobile uh, universe. But also Google's looking forward to devices and people may be using in the future and how those devices might be interacting with the internet. Mm -hmm. um, I think Google wants us to speed stuff up and it's giving us multiple points of information on where things might be slow. For instance, um, instead of just showing you how it how it's uh, spiders or it's rendering engine banged your website. It's showing you what it extracted from your website. Um, the example that uh, Barry Schwartz puts up at SE Roundtable shows um, percentage of HTML files, percentage of image files, percentage of video and JavaScript files. So you can see where Google is spending like lots of resources and how that changes over time in your website. Um, another thing I thought was really cool. Um, Google is now will now show you like like your website is actually composed of objects pulled from a whole bunch of different places. Mm -hmm. Google will show how long it takes to hit all those places. That part is really neat. Um, and something we've got with with one of our um, one of our clients um, that I just thought like I just it's you know you probably have them too. You have a couple of clients where you're like depending on the news that I hear these are the clients I'm going to go check. I'm so familiar with th this area of their site or, or or another that you just like they're your default to go in and, and see a new feature. Well I had one um, that was just a, a, a default to see on a new feature and it really really highlighted to me uh, when I went in um, the benefits of having your domain cleared um, in search console as opposed to you know, just like www dot or, or, or whatnot. Um, and, and the reason was this client uses um, APIs through a subdomain, right? Mm. They, they, they actually connect to their, their, their own systems through a, through a subdomain. And I can now go in and see how much of their crawl budget is actually tied up, pulling in different scripts through an API to a different subdomain separately. Like it actually just treats them like I can go into each subdomain now by itself and go, okay, these types of scripts are using this kind of, um, bandwidth, this kind of coverage. This is how much of the crawl budget is going over here versus, you know, their their main website versus 
um, you know, this subdomain and, and sort of break it down and actually see each one independently and, and what the response um, responses are there. It's, it's actually quite, quite interesting. So for those who do use subdomains, um, I think hmm. you'll get a, a much, a much broader scope of where your crawl budget is going. I mean, this one was a, a very advanced client um that has a very advanced setup so there's really neat stuff that they can see but it would be pretty atypical for for most people because they're using javascript through apis and stuff where i can now see which scripts are using which um you know what what amount of crawl budget and stuff like that but um but anyway yeah for for, for those who have it there's there's some neat stuff in there and again as we uh as we all pursue ways to make our websites faster and we annoy the crap out of the dev teams that we work with <laughs> Google's helping us again. We, we, we've been complaining for months, for years, about Google taking information away from us. Here's Google is giving back. But again, don't forget if Google's giving you information, it's shaping the way you're building, designing, and thinking about the web. And it's doing that for a reason. And it's not necessarily evil. Um, but just keep in mind, Google is. is training us to create stuff that work best for it yes yeah okay they're not here to serve us they're here to make us serve them right from the you better watch out you better not pout file google knows when you change hosts or upgrade your server and it'll relearn your cross it'll relearn a crawl schedule around that i saw this story up here um i think it was it was in search engine roundtable again so it was uh uh uh, uh, Barry riffing off something that John Mueller said, and uh, Mueller said that I, I, my head just went crazy with jokes that I'm really glad I didn't make online. Um, I'll, I'll make them here instead on the radio. Much <laughs> <laughs> safer. Um, but so Google knows when you change servers or when you upgrade your server, and it'll reallocate its crawl budget. Um, based on based on on a, what it, what it relearns about your server, do you see people just like server hopping suddenly just to you know get that extra bump and that that uh, uh, extra spider in or what? No, I uh, could see that. I what I what I think I'll probably see, and this is just a guess, is two three weeks from now. As I'm saying it, I'm like I shouldn't talk about it, and I should actually just do it, but I know I won't, so I'll just. Just I'll talk just about it anyway. Crambled it, um, it is. I could see a bunch of SEOs, you know, one of the big bigger agencies or, or something like that, testing moving like a hundred different sites and s- sort of measuring the impact on crawl budget on larger and larger websites to actually quantify the benefits of one uh, website hosting provider or one website hosting environment over another. Uh, right. If we can move from GoDaddy to WP Engine, you will have X percentage more of your pages crawl daily because we're faster. Right. Those sorts of metrics. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't. Okay. Yes. If you if you if you can move from GoDaddy to WP Engine, you should. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I heard anyway. Um, <laughs> that's you, fair. You just should. Um, <laughs> All right. Um, now, uh, something, something to note there: if you do run an experiment like that, you run it at your peril because if Google does have to reallocate a crawl budget to you, chances are you're going to lose some rankings for a couple of days until it refigures it out. <laughs> so maybe save it for that gap between the 25th and the first, right? Like, give it that run when everything kind of, for a lot of industries, not all, but for a lot, it just sort of like dies down. I know mine does. 
Um, I have speaking clients of, that spike. So speaking of dying down, this is a weird year. Mm-hmm. I always plan my December's around everything slowing down to a dead crawl around the fifteenth mm-hmm. of December, and then that's techie holiday time, right? Right. Um, but this year, I don't think it's going to work that way. I got a no. weird feeling that um, there's going to be teams working, and thank goodness we got the work. But I got yeah. a feeling that uh, at least my schedule seems to be shaping up to go past my normal. I'm screwing off until New Year's date. Yeah. What do you think? How, how's that working out for you guys? I, I think we're probably looking at something fairly similar. Um, <laughs> I've already had some clients talking to us about reallocating for new budgets. Um, there's been a couple different years that we've hit and just, just past years as a, as a company where we'll get this flood on the 30th and 31st of people who are like, we need this in on, on, you know, this year's budget. <laughs> like, we're going to prepay for, for next year. So I, I, I think we're going to see a little more of that than we have in, in sort of, yeah, in more normal uh, normal years, which are a lot, tend to be more like years. That sort of gap is where I can get my own business planning together. I can sort of casually knowing the phone's not going to ring, get stuff sorted out, maybe switch our systems over, you know, to some, to some new, you know, I, I, we've got a few things that we're switching over right now to, to new systems. Um, and I, I, we're doing it now because I don't see that happening. It's, we're just sort of having to fit it in where we can, because I don't see, like you, I don't see the lull that normally we'd have. I strongly predict uh, come February, March, maybe earlier, maybe later, but sometime, you know, it's February, March, we're going to see innovative new ways of relating to e-commerce. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see a, a, just a ton and ton of brain power go into how do we crack a... Um, how do we crack this egg without cracking the egg with uh, an insoluble solution um, to how do you increase online sales at a time of consumer and with lack of consumer confidence and then all the ugly that's coming down the road. Yeah. Entrepreneurs innovate. And I bet you we're going to see some really interesting online innovation. Um, time for one more quick story for, we got to go to break. Uh, this is from another of uh, uh, the, um, Interpreting John Mueller um, files. So if somebody is scraping your content, you remember this story? John's like, uh, well, you know, scraped content won't rank better than your content necessarily. Unless Google does it. Yeah. <laughs> Unless Google does it, of course. Well, then it, then it just doesn't bother. You don't even need to rank your content because <laughs> nobody cares. They got their answer. So John Mueller was answering a question because... Uh, from some guy who's had scrapers just, you know, come and have their way with his content, take it, and now their sites are ranking better than his. John's response was, well, it wasn't the scraped content. There's another reason. So that got interpreted in some some SEO forms as scraped content will not rank better than the original content. And it shouldn't rank better than the original content, but sometimes the original content is presented on a really crappy site. Mm-hmm. And if your site is crappy, like just crappy, it's just not going to perform well in search, period. Yeah, and I mean, when, we, when we think about this, I've, I've absolutely seen these, these scenarios. They make sense. Um, but they can have these, these 
sideways consequences like that. And, and, and for example, if you published a press release, right, and then you, you've, you've gone out and you published it, let's say the first place to pick up this press release is Bill and Bob's press release service.com slash whatever, right? Like just this, this crap press release place and happens to be the first one to publish it. And then, you know, the, the Associated Press picks it up and they've published your press release. I'm just, I mean, this wouldn't be well, the format that both would take it, but clearly the AP should be the one that ranks. That is going to be the one that visitors will feel more comfortable and confident on, on sitting at. So Google has to deal with those scenarios where first may not be best, right? Just just because the, the, you're the first source of the content does not mean you're the best. And especially with a press release, a bunch could be published all at the same time. Just be the love of your stats hitting you know or the crawler hitting it will dictate what's going on there so google has to fight that one but then yeah you do end up with these spots and i've been there um where a crawler like a, a scraper grabs you um and either gets it first or is just from like this powerful domain um and and you know or they've you know they've grabbed it tossed it up on their own medium account or, or whatever that is just stronger than 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 your um than well, your and site is and there's also got. the other terrible terrible possibility mm -hmm. google has noticed that there's a problem on your website and the <laughs> the existence of your own content from someone else's domain ranking higher than your content on your domain indicates that your site is screwed up somehow right and you got to go look at it um I, I, I mentioned this because um, a few weeks ago, I came across somebody else's work and they were citing all this duplicate content that was screwing up the screwing the rankings. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's not the duplicate content that's screwing the rankings. It's so not the duplicate content. Like, yeah. Um, and then, then it came, then it came up in a, in a, in a Muellerism. Um, oh my God, there's, there's a word for 24, <laughs> 2028. <laughs> When 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 John meant this and everyone else thought he meant that, right? Muellerism. Yep. <laughs> okay. On that, uh, we got to take our last break here on Web College and Webmaster Radio. I'm so happy, Dave Davies from BSOC Internet Marketing. This is Jim Hedrick, Digital Always Media. It is Wednesday, the 25th of November, 2020. Stay tuned. More Web College coming up after these messages. tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts and much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm.
Technology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Web Technology and webmasterradio.fm. It is Wednesday, the 25th of November, 2020, 30 days, more or less, to uh, Christmas. And uh, probably eight, maybe nine maybe 20, who knows at this point, months into the uh, ongoing and uh, unending uh, global COVID pandemic. Um, we will probably talk about the uh, global pandemic towards the end of the show as we tend to do, especially this being Thanksgiving weekend. But before we get to that, if you notice the whole bunch of the web isn't working today. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> um, Amazon Web Services, AWS, is down. It chose, chooses to go down um, on the day when uh, many people who could fix it are at 35,000 feet somewhere. Um, um, yeah, just, ain't that always the way? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe because they aren't around, so it's quite vulnerable. I'm not sure. But Amazon Web Services, about a quarter of the web is, is down because of it. That, that's what I read just before going to air. Um, that number may be uh, up or down a bit, but a whole chunk of the web just ain't there right now. Yeah, that's just crazy. And, and it's crazy to think about how much online property is controlled and accesses are controlled uh, by one company. Like that's well, that's a problem. Um, but it that's, that's is sure. Um, that's it. We should do a show on that one day. In fact, um, but I mean, it's, Amazon really is just a bunch of servers that rent space, and um, and and tools, space and tools. And um, what weirds me out is I think of all the um, APIs, the plugins, the uh, add-ons, the bolt-ons, or whatever platform you're using, whatever they call them, mm -hmm. that run on services like AWS. And so your website may be working just fine, but a whole bunch of the components you use to make your website right. function suddenly aren't there. Um, and so your website, like, you know, 404s or whatever it does, or parts of it just don't load. Um, it's ugly out there these days. Well, and it was funny because you sent that across um, you know, to, to me before the, before the show, and that was actually the first I had seen it. Um, oh, and I panicked, jumped over because a lot of our internal tools, and here's the key word, were hosted on their back end, uh, the, the, the tools that we develop internally over um, on Amazon. Mm -hmm. um, but we went through, uh, through some effort because we tie into so many of the, the NLP APIs directly from Google. So we moved them all over into Google's cloud systems. I was like, oh, yeah, right. No, uh, two weeks ago, this would have been a bigger problem than it is right now. And I've never been more grateful to move to a Google service. Oh, indeed. Now there are still there are people out there who are still having problems. You can you yeah. read about um, like there, there's some people's research projects that just been destroyed, like they're gone. Yeah. Um, and these things have cascading issues, but more importantly, uh, especially for people who are who are traveling right now, um, it's not you. It's 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 real. It's happening. And when you do get to your destination, uh, <laughs> sorry. You yeah. got to go back to work. <laughs> this happened to me. I was at a um, the, the the this happened to me years ago at a uh, I was 
took New Year's off and went down to Ann Arbor, Michigan to go to um, the NHL Classic. They play outside and it was mm-hmm. insanely cold. And me, Kevin Dury, Ryan Jones, Alan Kanek, um, well, well, get this phone call. And it turns out that like um, the entire Western side of, of one of my web networks had been hacked. And I'm in I'm in Ann Arbor with nothing I can do about it in this massive snowstorm. And it took I hate when that happens. Right. <laughs> okay. What else do we got? Oh Google. People uh it's lonely during the holidays. So people will be glad to know that Google's giving manual actions again. Oh, oh good. <laughs> it gives you something to do. Let's just wait until Jim's on holiday or at thirty thousand feet above somewhere or something before we before we throw those out at him. Well, no, but it has happened. Last week, there was a bug. Um, Google uh, Search Console wasn't reporting um, manual manual, manual penalties or actions. Google might have taken against a, a page or, or a site. And um, these penalties were still being applied. They just weren't being reported in Google Search Console, leading to natural confusion and uh, nail-biting. So... Google's reporting these manual penalties again. Unfortunately, there's no general amnesty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you still got the penalty. But you can see it now, so you know what's happening. <laughs> well, and there is something to be said for that, because if you know it, you know, if you name it, you can tame it. Uh, you know, kind of kind of side of things. Um, what else? I, I know we only we only probably have five, well, okay. We have about we 10 have, minutes. We have, we have a, a few more minutes. minutes. There's some fun uh, stuff still. There, there is. I, I'm, I'm loving the, um, and, and there's a bunch of ranting about it. And oh, it's over at Search Engine Land. It's covered. Barry Schwartz, go figure. We've now covered his name twice, so, so we're good. We made up maybe for last week if that episode didn't have his name mentioned at all. Um, but the testing of multiple contextual links in a featured snippet. <laughs> um, Yet more reasons not to go to your website. Yeah, well, ex- exactly. For, for listeners, a picture is worth a thousand words. Of course, I have to recommend, you know, go over to, to SEL um, and, and, and read the piece because uh, it does have some some screenshots in it. But basically a featured snippet with little, I mean, they've got it as little dotted underlines over, over words, where if you hover over them, it will then give you a featured snippet of that featured snippet. Basically, it gives you a sort of a definition featured snippet of, uh, of what's there. Now, I as a user personally like it. Like I, I, I do. I, like just as a user, I'm like, okay, if I because I've looked up some complex things where I'm like, okay, but that didn't answer my question. It just led to a new one. Right where it's like, okay, but now I need to know what that word means. If I'm getting into like, I'm talking about, you know, when I'm looking up machine learning or something where I'm just like, okay, now I'm into like something that's, I don't even understand how to frame the answer. This will help those things. But as an SEO, I immediately thought, and I I don't know, it'll be somebody smarter than me, Andrea Bolpini or or, or somebody like that, um, to develop a system to scrape this stuff. Like I, I don't mean scrape like we were talking, you know, earlier, but actually start grabbing this stuff and going, okay, because he, you know, through WordLift builds connections of, of entities and sort of you know, creates an entity database and go, okay, this more than any other place I have seen on the web, this defines which entities Google connects. Like it's going, when we show this, Lil Wayne, right? Like in, in the one here, here's the things that we thought you needed to know. Right here, here's the other entities, even more than in the knowledge graph, they've gone front and center position zero. These things you need to know about um, that, that relate specifically to this. I mean, I, I've never seen something so clearly outlined. So as an SEO, 
I, I hope they bring this in because I'll be like, every page I build should have this. And if we can get some passages, maybe I, I don't know, maybe I can get multiple links. I, it's not evolved enough for me to even see, but can I get the definition? And oh, you had, snippet? you had to say Google passages, didn't you? <laughs> um, okay. For, let's just, let's finish off the, uh, the featured snippets and the, and the multiple links uh, story first, but passages, we didn't get to report on it last week. So yeah. Um, anything more on the future snippets? No, no. no okay. it, it just people should go read about it. It's interesting. I think that's really cool. Matching entities and and and, and your observation. This is a really cool look into how Google's drawing those relationships. That's 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 really cool. Um, okay, passages. We got it. About a week ago, today, in fact, Google did a um, hour long presentation. Um, uh, great people involved um the presentation itself was uh hyped big time and it was really well done but the effect of all of it after it was all said and done felt really over un, i'm sorry really underwhelming compared to i think what we might have been expecting google passages uh the pulling of snippets of good information from craptastic content what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm none of our listeners would be surprised to know that I'm heavily interested in in, in passages and and what it means. Um, as somebody who works with um, client went like SPA, like we now work with with a few of them, um, single page application like JavaScript built. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, I can I can sort of extrapolate that three or four years from now. I, I'm just making up the time zone. Mm-hmm. Hell, the, the the way things are speeding up now, it could sure, be sure. you know somewhere in the spring. But um, if they can <laughs> really hammer this down and grab that chunk and pull it out, that's basically what SPAs are doing. They're going, this is the important piece of content. Now we're defining that through an internal linking structure and going, and this is the framework to put it in. Right? Like that's basically all a JavaScript site is. Is it's wrapping this 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 framework of a website and going, okay, the content we need right now is this. Okay. And you think of that as most, but it, it, we always need to put in, you know, in, in a traditional site, you always have to put in the navigation. You have to put in all this stuff each time and each time the URL changes with JavaScript, that doesn't happen. It just replaces the internal. If Google passages can get us just one more step further, that really just opens the door on JavaScript sites to go, okay, if we can now just put things into that framework. Like basically if they can get us evolved enough to go, okay, I can just define what my framework is and go, okay, passage this. Then now I can just start dumping data in. There's no need for this web framework in, in the in the way that we see it. Um, One of the things Dave, Dave, Dave's getting at is like passages is, um, has been said that it will extract content from uh, pages or um sites where the content is, is or the topical content is, is diluted somehow or very difficult for Google to suss out. But I can still tell that this paragraph or this sentence or this combination of sentences was about the subject matter that related to the query. Mm-hmm. Um, and you make a really cool point when you when you're when talking about a, a Java, a Java page, which is, I guess, I don't want to phrase it this way, but a Topic, the topical um, content is already sort of pre-degraded given that you're not giving Google a lot to go on to determine what that content is. 
because the pages are being created on the fly without without a crap ton of header information. Um, well, exactly, and then we're having we're having to sort of bolt things in to make it work, to make Google see these URLs, to make Google so, understand the the structure and the internal links and stuff. And if we could just go, we don't need to do that anymore. You know, here's all all the data. One thing I did take exception with in 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 the the sort of hour long discussion that they were having, and and I sort of went, you worded that wrong, and I don't think you meant it that way, but it, it it's fundamentally wrong. Is that they were viewing it, or it was listed as a to help fix people who poorly develop their sites. I, I can't remember the exact wording that was used, but basically it was like a if you haven't given us the content in the right way then we can the, now surface yeah, yeah. that content. And to me, that's, that's actually crap. Um, and, and, and to that, I mean, like I'm viewing this as an opportunity because if I've built a very robust piece on RankBrain, on BERT, on whatever, right? Like I'm just sticking with googly things here. And I've tried to create a thorough document. It's not poor that I'm answering the question, what is rank brain in a passage? It is not poor that I have gone, how does rank break work in a passage? It's not poor writing that I've broken things up into passages. It's because I'm trying to be robust, but also cater to my user and go, let's break this up into chunks. So for them to word it that way, I went, no, some of the best pieces are long form content that's broken up in, into, into sections because I'm trying to answer a broad subject, but I think it's great for Google to be able to go, okay, but you're asking this one, right? You're asking this subset question. Let's surface that out of this piece. But with passages, I think as an SEO, our ability to now go, okay, let's focus on the broad. Let's, let's now focus on I'm writing a piece about rank brain. I don't have to write 10 to cover each of these little subsets anymore. I can just write one really good, really thorough piece that will serve a user for rank brain well, but then also service these sub questions quite well. And then looking at our featured snippet thing earlier, at the same time, tying them into other things that may be interesting to them. They just didn't know to ask until they got there. Right. And, 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 and sort of going, going that route. But anyway, I can, I can go off. But that was, once they said that, I was like, no, you, you worded that wrong. And, and it's not necessarily bad. Con Certainly there's a lot of bad content. That's buried important information. I've seen it. You've seen it. We've all seen it, but I think that was a, a misstatement on their part. Well, and that is a cool observation. I actually eagerly await the write-up appearing in the, uh, I, I, I wait your write-up on that. If you, if you're ever getting around to writing it, um, and we have gone full clock. It is uh, top of the hour. Um, see, I heard that differently. I, wanna, I just want to reply and get into it with you, but we're out of time. <laughs> um, as every, a content every SEO, I, I, heard that, I heard that completely differently. I think my ego might have gotten in the way, but I like your interpretation better. Um, okay. But again, we've gone full. We've gone full clock. We don't got time to pursue Jim's ego. Damn it. <laughs> Friends, you have been listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. You, many of you, are traveling to see family members. Please be careful. Um, I don't know how to say. I mean, if you're if you're traveling to see family members, you're on your way. But um, please take every precaution when you're when you're when you're with family. Um, wear masks, social distance, uh, try to enjoy each other's company without um, spreading 
the disease and the virus. Um, stay safe. Watch out for your neighbors. That's the only way we're going to get our control of our economy back is to get control of COVID. Um, we got us. We got to ha stop having this virus push us around and use the tools at our disposal: masks, distancing, science, to start pushing it around, like we were back in the summertime. Mm -hmm. um, stay safe. Do all the right things. Please have a happy thank, uh, happy and safe, and loving Thanksgiving. On behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedrick, Digital Always Media. Webcology will be back on Webmaster Radio next week, next Thursday. Until then, stay safe, stay well, and, and, and rank well. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.